This morning we're going to take a few moments to just think back to that passage from James chapter 1 that we heard earlier in our service and think about what it might mean for us as we live for Jesus in our lives today. And I've entitled this message this morning, Finding Joy in Trials. And for some of us, just that title alone might jar with us. We're in the midst of a global pandemic. People have already lost jobs and it would seem likely that in the weeks to come more people are likely to lose their jobs and their livelihoods. Not only have people lost jobs in this pandemic, but people have lost their lives. And as people have lost their lives, family and friends have lost loved ones and are experiencing the pain and hurt of grief. Alongside this, people have struggled with having to uh, isolate and the changes that that has caused in the way that we live our lives, changes which just a few months ago we couldn't even comprehend uh, ever being a reality in our lives. And those are just the trials that we're facing in this pandemic. There are countless other trials that are going on in our world that we're facing as a society not least the trial in in racial justice that has been illustrated all too clearly on our news screens um, this week and and over the last couple of weeks as the US responds to the death of George Floyd. Over the past few weeks, everyone would say that we have faced trials. And I think that all of us would say that those trials have not been particularly enjoyable. Who would enjoy, for example, not being able to go and see their parents or their grandparents? Who would enjoy not being able to see their children or their grandchildren? Who would enjoy all the anxiety and worry and the concern that we have for the future as we emerge from this pandemic? Who would enjoy the pain and the sorrow of the grief that so many have encountered? And yet despite all this, the very first thing that James says in his letter, the matter of first priority that he wanted to share with those that he was writing to, is this, as he writes after his, straight after his initial greeting. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. This morning we've already heard a little from Prisca about how she has been able to see the joy in the trials that she faced while she was serving God on mission on on board Logos Hope. But I want to take a few minutes to reflect on how James encourages us to find joy even when life is at its most challenging. And so today I want to just share four brief tips as to how we can find joy in the trials as we live for Jesus today. And the first tip is that no matter how hard life gets, we need to seek to grow in trials. After encouraging the church to find joy in the trials and and the opening uh, verses of this passage, James James encourages them in verse 4 to persevere so that they might be mature and complete. 
times of trial and challenge, stretches. And in that stretching we have two things that we can do. We can either give in and collapse or we can persevere and we can get stronger. When you go to the gym, if you go to the gym and want to get stronger, the only way you're going to get stronger is by setting yourself new challenges in your career, in your business, in your education, in your family, you grow as you take on new challenges. No one has ever gotten a PhD from Cambridge University by just constantly sitting their GCSEs over and over and over again. To get a PhD, to get a promotion, to, to achieve something new, you need to embrace numerous new challenges. And in these new challenges, you need to embrace the opportunity that you have to grow. And it's no different in our faith. Times of trial, times of challenges, uh, where we find them difficult and a strain to go through, are painful. But they are also opportunities for us to grow. As you emerge from the trials and the, the struggle that you go through, you might have the scars of the battle that you've been through. You might have the stories of just how tough that situation was. But if you seek to grow, you'll also find that you will overcome the challenge, that your story will not just be about how tough life was, but it will also be how you grew to be the person that God was forming you to be in the midst of all that challenge and difficulty. And this leads us on to our second tip that James gives us in this passage, and that is to ask for help. James not only wants us to be a church that grows in wisdom and in character during our times of trial and difficulty, but he also encourages us to ask for help. No one can grow to be the person that God wants us to be on our own. It's just simply impossible. I like to think that I'm a pretty wonderful and perfect kind of guy. I like to think that Rachel is lucky to have me as her husband. But no matter how much I might like to think that, I'm deluded if I think that it is actually true. As and, and, and God's standards are even higher than Rachel's standards. It might be hard to believe sometimes, but God expects even more than me than Rachel would. Rachel would be quite happy if I was able to just wisely sit down and watch a TV programme without giggling to myself every time there was the slightest little bit of innuendo in the programme that we were watching. Yet God wants me to be wise by not worrying about tomorrow and simply just trusting him instead. God wants me to be wise by loving him above any other. He wants me to be wise by loving other people as I would love myself. All of those are so much harder. They're against our natural human instincts. There is no way that I can meet God's standards for my life on my own. There is no way that I can be the person that God wants me to be by my own human effort, by my own determination. Every single time, 
I would fall short. James challenges us to seek to grow, but we don't have to grow on our own. James tells us that if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. If you are struggling to find joy in the trials today, if you are struggling to see how God is helping you and enabling you to grow in this moment, please can I encourage you to ask God for help. Not only can you ask for help, but as you ask, God promises to give generously to everyone who turns to him. Trials give us an opportunity to grow. They give us an opportunity to be able to turn to God and ask for help. And the third tip that James gives us is to stay securely rooted in our faith. When we face trials, we can find it so easy to have an opportunity to be able to give in, to change course, to doubt our faith, to even doubt God in that moment. But James is clear in this passage. Don't make changes because of the trials you are facing. Instead, stay firmly secure in who God is and where he has placed you. In verse 6, James calls us to be the people who are to be people who believe and who don't doubt. In verse 8, he tells us not to be double-minded, don't be unstable, going from one thing to the next thing, unsure where to anchor ourselves. James clearly wants us to be secure in times of trial and firmly rooted in our trust in God. Because in God we can place our trust and know that he will never fail us or let us down. If you are facing trials this morning, if you're wanting to give up today because it's just too difficult, Please can I encourage you to stay the course, to stay secure in who you are, in the place that God has called you and continue to know God's presence with you in all that you are facing. When God calls us and when God places us, when we choose to follow him, God doesn't want us to give up as soon as things get difficult. He wants us to stay securely rooted in who he is and continue to persevere and place our trust in him. And finally, if we're to find joy in the midst of trials, if we are to persevere, we can know that with confidence we will gain a reward that is worth persevering for. When I find something difficult, sometimes I promise myself a reward for getting to the end of it. If I'm struggling with trying to write a sermon and, and, and get to the heart of what I want to share and what God is laying on my heart, I often find that it's helpful to set myself a treat as a reward for when I get to the end of my sermon to uh, focus my mind. For our boys, if they get through the whole day without having a tantrum or without misbehaving, they get a reward at the end of the day because they have persevered and stuck to the guidelines that Rachel and I have set for them. But James in this passage 
reminds the church that no matter how hard life might get, no matter what we might be facing, we have our reward worth persevering for. In verse 12, James tells us that those who withstand the test and keep their faith in God will not only grow from the experience, but they will receive a reward that will make the hardest of trials seem like a distant memory. James wants us to remember that no matter what life throws at us, we can have hope. Because our life and our hope is not defined by what we encounter in our world. Our life and our hope is found in Jesus. Through him we have a future in heaven, a future where suffering and pain and evil will be no more. It has been defeated by Jesus and it has no future in eternity. We have a future of an eternity with our God. We have a future with our God who not only made us in his image, but who loves us more than we could ever imagine. No matter what this world throws at us, we can have hope. And because we can have hope even in the trials, we can find joy. We can find joy because in the midst of trials we have opportunities to grow and be the people that God is creating us and forming us to be. We can have joy because when it gets too tough we don't have to face it on our own but we can turn to God and ask for help and know that he promises to give according to our needs. We can find joy as we stay firmly secure in our faith and firmly trusting in God, no matter what the world faces or throws at us. And we can find joy because ultimately, as we persevere, as we place our trust in Jesus, we can know that we have a reward that is worth persevering for. A reward of an eternity with Jesus in heaven. The God who made you, the God who loves you and gave his all for you. And so today, can I invite you to not let the trials and the difficulties that you will face in life, both in this season and in the seasons to come, uh, may they not define you and all that you are facing in this life. But rather, may you find joy in the midst of those trials as you see God in all that you are facing. Let's pray together. Father God, for those who are in the midst of trials at this moment, we particularly want to pray for them. Lord, we know just how difficult these times of trial and challenge can be. And sometimes just saying that there is joy can be difficult to hear because when we are finding life difficult, joy just seems so far away. But Lord, we thank you that with you by our side, we have hope. We thank you that in those trials, you are refining us and, and leading us forward, developing us to be the people who you have created us to be. Lord, may we continue to grow into the people that you want us to be. 
Lord, we thank you that even when things get tough, we are not there to face it on our own and we can turn to you and we know that you will promise to give us all the help that we need. And Lord, for those this morning who are feeling like they just need to cry out to you, who are feeling like life is getting on top of them, that maybe this is a moment for you in your homes just to turn to God and just say, Jesus, I know you give according to my need. I need your help at this time now. Lord, we thank you that in this in, in the trials and in the difficulties, not only do we have the opportunity to be able to ask for you, but we can stand firm in you. We can know that you are our cornerstone. You are the rock in whom we can depend. You are faithful and true. And Lord, we thank you that ultimately we have a hope worth enduring for. We have a future that is firm and secure in you. And so, Lord, may we continue to hold on to you through all that life throws at us in the good and in the challenging. May we continue to know that you are there with us and may we continue to live for you and find the joy that we have in you in and through it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh,